When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey Siri, give me H-Town Soccer. Talking all things Houston Dynamo FC. This is the official Dynamo Theory Podcast. We are Forever Orange. Welcome to Orange Talk, a player segment of the official Dynamo Theory podcast. We are joined by a very special guest, Houston's homegrown midfielder, Marcelo Palomino. Marcelo, thanks for joining us today. Thank you guys for having me. It's a pleasure. Marcelo, we got to you know talk to you before the start of the preseason. Not much was known at the time of the new regime, you know. Um, but can you tell us a little bit about the experience so far with Nagamura and his technical staff? Uh, it's been great. Uh, I think they're doing a very good job. You know, uh, all the way from the GM and assistant GM and all the people working in that department and, you know, to the coaching staff. And then all the people that, you know, stayed from last year. I think it's going very well. I think, you know, we're we're doing well in the season. Of course, we would have liked to, have, you know, uh, picked up a few more points in some of the games where we think we deserve to. But, you know, that's just how it goes. And, and we understand that we're... You know, we're just a, a step or a few steps away from being the team that we want to be. And we're going to continue to work towards that. But, uh, you know, mor- morale's high. Uh, the atmosphere is great. And, you know, it's a very good environment to be in. And I guess, you know, we'll jump to the current season and honestly skip all the way to this weekend, you know, against Dallas. Uh, t- a tough result, right, for the team, holding a uh, 1-0 uh, lead for, what, 85 minutes plus uh, ultimately losing the match 2-1. You made the team sheet. Um, we didn't get to see you on the field, uh, but can you tell us a little bit of the match? Yeah, I mean, it's great being on the roster, regardless of, you know, whether you're playing or not. For me, it's a it's a step in the right direction. Um, and, you know, it's it was good just being in that atmosphere and kind of getting a feel for that again. It's been a while since I, you know, was on the first team sheet, so... That was really nice, and, you know, the atmosphere is actually really nice over there. We had a lot of fans come from our side, uh, which was, you know, amazing. And, you know, we, we really we really feed off of that. And then, um, to be fair, there was, you know, a lot of people in general from, from even Dallas's, Dallas's side. And you could tell when they scored how the place erupted. Um, you know, it's unfortunate that we didn't get a result out of that. I feel like we deserved one, and... You know, the guys put in a hell of a shift and, and did very well. But, you know, that's just how the game goes. And, and uh, we're, we're looking forward to the next one. And uh, obviously we know that, you know, with it, each game, the tactics are very different from Nagamura. Um, you haven't uh, – or have or do you have, like, a specific role? I know we obviously haven't seen you yet. Uh, but is there a role that, you know, kind of – or what Paulo is needing from you, if that makes sense? Uh, I mean, right now it's it's mainly you know I'm still learning, of course, um, still on the younger side, still learning a lot from from the vets and from the guys in my position. Uh, I kind of play, I guess, the position that 
maybe Darwin or even sometimes Coco takes up. I think mainly uh, Quintero from the first team when I played with the second team. So, uh, you know, I pay attention a lot to him and he does, you know, a really good job of guiding me and helping me, uh, mentoring me. So that's kind of, you know, what I'm doing right now, picking up on any any little kind of uh, tricks and and uh, and things that will give me the the edge over the opponent and, you know, will help me be successful successful in that position. And uh, obviously you mentioned a little bit about the supporters that went out to the game, right? But uh, Christian, Rodrigo, and myself, we actually did wrote uh, with the supporters, uh, you know, back in, to the game and back. Uh, but, you know, I think it's kind of funny that we saw a lot of Palomino jerseys at Bucky's, man. So I'm supposed, I'm thinking it was your family. Uh, didn't really want to ask him many questions, but I just like, man, this is a big clan of Palomino fans here. Uh, but, you know, what, you kind of touch on it a little bit. What, but what is that feeling of you know having a lot of Houstonians you know make make it to you know a trip like a Texas Derby? It's it's an unbelievable feeling because uh, you know as a player when you have that that feeling and you know that kind of I guess knowing that you're backed and that there's people supporting you and that they'd make that drive four hours maybe even more in a bus. Uh, that, you know, it, it gives you that extra motivation and that extra kind of, you know, like, well, we want to do this for the fans and for the city because, you know, they're here supporting us. They didn't have to make that, you know, long drive, but they chose to. And, you know, we want to pay you guys back with some results. So it's huge. Yeah. And, you know, I know last time we kind of left on bad terms because I mentioned the fact that you kind of had like a mean mug face, uh, you know, or look. And and it took me a while to understand why I said that. And I think it's because you're the youngest of seven, man. I mean, you kind of had to hold your own, you know, since birth, basically, Palomino. So I think that that's where it left, man. But uh, I'll, I'll let Christian kind of move into this next section. I do want to say something, though. I, I still don't understand why, why you think that. I think if you asked anyone on the team, I'm probably, if not the happiest, one of the happiest there. Always, you know, trying to keep the group. And you uh, know... Like, I see I see it now. It was at one point, man. I don't know. Like maybe because I hadn't seen you much, you know, and now that I see you a lot on social media and stuff. Yeah, I, I get that vibe, man. Uh, you- I, uh, <laughs> faces and I turn, you know, I get I start mean mugging whenever I see your score predictions for Dynamo 2. I, we, we'll get to that. We'll get to that for sure. But Christian, uh, man. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. So let's get let's get into that. We're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna hit that one first, but eventually we'll, we'll get to that to that part. But uh, I just wanted, you know, since you, you know, you started this year with uh, Dynamo Los, uh, I just wanted to touch same thing. You know, you already talked about your relationship with Paulo. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about your relationship with uh, Kenny Bundy and that side of the staff? Yeah, well, uh, obviously, me and Kenny go way back, uh, you know, a few years now, and I played with him for you know, many games and, and I said this before, I think it was, it was after the Vancouver game, uh, our, our home opener and the season opener with Dynamo two was that, you know, we have kind of this, the relationship where, you know, we can kind of tell, you know, what's going on with each other, you know, without necessarily having to communicate. And, uh, I think we work very well together. He gives me you know, a lot of confidence that it's very crucial for a player to have in order to succeed. Um, and, you know, uh, I know what he what he expects from me and, you know, the standard he, he holds me at is very high. 
And, uh, you know, I hold him to a very high one as well. I know he's a great coach and he knows his stuff. So, you know, playing under him is definitely great. And, uh, well, you know, we everybody knows five games, five wins, no PKs. We still haven't gotten to that stance yet. You know, how is it in the locker room, you know, with the guys? You know, what's the atmosphere like? I, you know, every time you guys win, I always happen to see uh, Jathan, uh, and he's always like, you know, like going crazy. But, you know, how do you guys get, you know, in the locker room? I know that after that first victory against Vancouver, you had like a little party. But, you know, you're still having those parties after the games in, in the locker room? Oh, yeah, we celebrate every win the same. Uh, they're all, you know, just as important. And unfortunately, I wasn't there for the, the one against uh, North Texas or else, you know, I'm sure I'd be probably telling you guys that that one was even crazier. The celebration was probably crazier just because those mean a little bit more, you know, being a in-state rivalry in that. But they all mean, you know, just about the same. A win is a win. And, you know, we take all of those. And and uh, it's, you know, it's a great feeling winning and then winning back to back and then winning your first away game, winning another away game. So, yeah, we definitely, you know, we um, we definitely celebrate, you know, I guess really hard and the music is bumping very loud. Everyone's yelling. It's just a great feeling and a great uh, environment, atmosphere to be in. So when, when you talk about, you know, the music bumping and being loud and stuff like that, you know, tell me a little bit more about that. You know, who, who controls the music? Who's the, who's the person in charge of the, well, I guess back in the day it would be like the iPod, but now, you know, you just have a Bluetooth or something like that. You know, yeah. you kind of kind of give off uh, Maluma vibes, but, you know, who, <laughs> who do y'all listen to? Uh, actually, it's uh, – I'm usually on the speaker. Uh, I bought, like, a huge JBL speaker just for, you know, the games and stuff like that. So I usually bring that one for the games, and I'll usually be the one on the Ox. And even with the first team, too, and I got Fafa's uh, stamp of approval uh, designated. So uh, – I play I play everything. I try to play everything because, you know, it's it's really hard to to I guess please everyone with one style or one genre, you know what I mean? So, you got to you got to play everything and luckily I think I have that. Do you have a DJ name? Oh, no. <laughs> but, Should we put it out there so somebody can uh, come up with someone? Something? You know, what? I don't need an, I don't need another nickname. I'm 100% the play- <laughs> names on the team it's it's unbelievable i think everyone calls me something different that's funny that's funny which, which one's your favorite since since we're already in the subject uh or the funniest one i guess the funniest you probably uh, can't say that one <laughs> <laughs> the funniest i mean i wouldn't say any of them are really funny like um i mean they're just kind of basic they just there's so many ways i guess to kind of break up my name so after like Marcelo, of course, you have Cello, you have Cello, you have uh, Morris, you have Marcy, you have Marce. Um, yeah, Paolo. I, my brother's girl calls me Mark. Um, the, <laughs> That's random. Paolo, there's Polly. This is way too many. Uh, way uh, too many. Does your mom call you Marcelito? She does actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably your favorite one, whether it be that or yeah. Something like that. That's probably I, probably is, yeah. <laughs> but the probably is the most important one is you know what does your girl call you? Uh, Mars, <laughs> Mars, Mars. Yeah. So I think that one's probably gonna be that's probably gonna take the cake from that one. That's true. But that's uh, true. let's let's jump into your your personal celebrations. You know, you had a couple of goals already under your belt. <laughs> you know, we started. 
Tell me, I gotta say. <laughs> All right, there you go. You already answered the question. It's coming. It's coming. So My um, next one. I get too emotional when I score and I forget about it. <laughs> hey, no, it's all right, man. We don't we don't blame you. We, I'm I'm sure everybody, you know, the emotions are running high and it's, hey, it's all right, you know. Especially when you hit waiting. a, especially when you hit a free kick like that, man. Uh, <laughs> I I wouldn't even know what to do. <laughs> right. And uh, let's hit you with this last one, you know. So obviously, you know, Rudy, uh, he's he's in charge of, of putting out the predictions for everybody, you know, out there. You know, and all the guys from Dynamo Theory, you know, they, they put their, their numbers out there. Of course, you know, in the beginning, we weren't sure, you know, you know how you guys will, will come out in the field, how the rivals will come in, you know. And then, you know, we started seeing, you know, how good you guys were and, and how, you know, the results that, you, that were coming back. So, obviously, now there's not a lot of doubt, you know, between, between the guys. But, you know, there's some, some people, you know, in the group that still have some doubts. But, uh, you know, he's not here. You, he's not here. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's not. We didn't invite him today. But, uh, we'll, we'll let him know what you said, though. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, do you do you guys, you know, uh, I don't know if maybe you personally, but some of the guys, do you guys, you know, happen to like read stuff? Because, you know, social media nowadays is a giant thing. You know, everybody has an opinion. Everybody can put you know stuff out there. Do you guys keep up with that? Do you guys read anything? Do you guys listen to anything? Uh, how do you guys take that in or how do you take that in personally, you know, critics or, you know, constructive criticism, I guess, in a way, or, you know, how do you uh, deal with that? Yeah. I mean, we, you know, we see a lot of the things that, that I guess fly around and, and that are posted. And I think it's important, you know, as an athlete, and I think for everyone to, you know, kind of realize that, you know, of course there's going to be good things said about you and, you know, good things said about the team, but then, just as many good things there's you know bad things or you know things that may kind of upset you or I guess kind of put you off and probably more things more bad things about you than good really but so uh, I mean it's important to I guess kind of balance that and know that like okay well if you're gonna look and kind of search for those things that you know be prepared to see something maybe you don't like or whatever so I think it's important to to keep your distance but I mean that's why you know, like the people and I guess the accounts I follow, I try to, you know, maybe do a little research. And if I see, you know, the, you know, someone I wouldn't want to follow, I wouldn't follow them, you know. So I see you guys are pretty cool. And although you guys have horrible predictions, um, you know, I, I follow you guys and I, I look at the, at the stuff you guys, uh, you know, post and stuff. And it's cool, you know, also to, to and I think it's good to know what you guys are thinking I mean, I'm talking in general now as the fans and and uh, because we represent you guys, you know, across the whole league. And so, uh, you know, we want to make the city proud. We want to make the people proud. And 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 yeah. And also the, the last one for me, kind of going a little bit more personal in, in a way, you know, uh, do you, how do you, you know, after games, a lot of people like to watch film or like to get opinions from like specific coaches or maybe, you know, uh, I was going to say coworkers, but other players, you know, and stuff like that, that you maybe look up to, like the older guys or whatever it may be. But, uh, you know, how do you, you know, improve your game? Do you look at stats, you know, you know, XGs and stuff like that? Now is a big thing. And, you know, uh, player ratings and stuff like that, that, you know, you find on all these apps and, and even on FIFA, you know, you see like, like your FIFA card or whatever. And you're like, man, you know, I should be hired or whatever, you know. But how do you improve yourself personally like do you go more like stats do you like watching film do you get opinions from coaches or whatever 
Me personally, I wouldn't say I'm the biggest stat guy uh, just because there's a lot of players that don't necessarily get on the score sheet or, you know, get the assist to the name that makes such a big difference in a game that, um, you know, I think the stats don't always show it all. And, of course, there are players that, you know, the sat- the stats show exactly how good they are. You know what I mean? Like, when you talk about my favorite player and I think the greatest of all time to play the sport is Messi. But Ronaldo's stats speak for themselves. You know what I mean? So, like, there's no if, but, or maybes about, you know, how many goals he scored. Like, that's just set in stone. You know what I mean? So, I think, uh, for me personally, I'm not the biggest stat guy and – I do watch film. I watch a lot of, you know, every training session we have or, or all the, you know, that's all recorded. So I would like to watch those. And and in games, of course, um, when after I play, whenever we get sent the film, I'll watch it a couple of times. The first one, just kind of, you know, watch it through, maybe even skipping some. I kind of want to see every time, you know, I get the ball, what did I do with it? And then the second, third time around, usually the second, I'll, I'll just like let it play and watch everything. And then go back. And then sometimes I'll even go for a third one just to see, you know, okay, what could I have done better? Like, what could I really have done? You know, look at it again. And and then also I stopped, uh, you know, watching highlights because, you know, they're just the highlights of players. And I started watching, you know, like the full games and not always when they have the ball, but also what do they do when they don't have the ball? What positions are they taking up? Uh, the amount of times they're checking their shoulders, just those little details that don't necessarily show up in the in the highlights. Um, that you know, I think it's important for for young players that are you know trying to get better and learn off of other people, learn off of other players in your position. Is you know, uh, highlights are great and all, but they're just you know the best of the best of you know, and it doesn't always happen, right? So uh, yeah, for me it was. I made that transition from, you know, not watching highlights anymore to watching full games and even like, you know, repetitions or I guess replays of the full game and then watching like player specific, uh, I guess, movements and, and moments like that. And before we, you know, before we move on to the, to the important FIFA questions, uh, let me ask you about the U.S. Open game, you know, that we had a couple last week. Uh, you know, you, you were able to get to get some minutes on that, you know, with the first team. Can you tell me a little bit about, you know, that experience coming into a game into like this cup, you know, that is legendary over a hundred years old. And, you know, there's a new matchup coming up against San Antonio. And obviously, you know, everybody still has a chance to be on that team. You know, you, uh, Avila, uh, Reigns, uh, I'm forgetting his name. Uh, God, I'm blind. Yeah. I was going to say the, the kid with the nice hair. Yeah. <laughs> I was blanking his name, but we always talk about his hair. So shout out to him. Uh, but, you know, tell me about that, you know, that experience for you guys, you know, coming from that second team into the first team. And, you know, how do you guys, you know, that the whole experience for you guys? Yeah, um, it's it's a very big experience, I think, especially for, you know, I, for all of us, really. But uh, luckily, you know, I've already gotten a couple minutes before in the past and had my debut. So that kind of, I guess, you know, jitters or whatever nervousness may come from it uh was kind of you know it's already gone and I knew okay I know I can play here I've done it before you know it's it's just another game and of course it's an important one and playing in the open cup like you said it's a huge tournament and you know um it was it was a special moment for me because those were my first open cup minutes so in a way kind of like another debut and um I think you know 
for Beto and Brooklyn and Juan. Uh, it's also, you know, really good, you know, just as good for them. And then uh, I think Beto and Brooklyn, who those were their debuts, first team debuts. So really happy for them, really excited for them and hoping for, you know, more of that for all of us. And and uh, it's good, you know, to get even was, even though it was just a few minutes, it was really nice to, to get those minutes. And, you know, it left me, it left me with, uh, with a hunger for more. So now we'll, we'll go ahead and uh, Rudy's going to ask you about the important questions. So yeah, man, the, the, the questions the that, the, the questions that matter, the questions people really want to know, you know? So, do you know, whenever uh, we, we kind of, after we talked that thing, you know, before preseason, you ended up changing your number, right? To uh, 27. And, uh, and I felt that made you smile more, you know I mean? Wearing a guy that smiled <laughs> all the time. I thought that's where you really started, you know, seeing Palomino smile, man. But you know, you know, how is that, you know, taking a, a number, you know, that, that belonged to somebody that was like a quote unquote legend of the team. He's definitely a legend. And uh, I learned a lot from Boney. Um, you know, we miss him here and, and uh, he just scored an absolute screamer a few weeks ago. I don't know if you guys saw it. That was incredible. Oh, that was clean. Yeah. Yeah. Very noble, but uh, no, I mean, it's an honor. And I know that, um, I know that, uh, you know, I have to represent the number well, you know, just a number, let's say, but, you know, it was, it was a special number to him. And so I don't want to do it a disservice or, you know, I guess, um, you know, I guess, uh, give it a bad rep or whatever. I want to, you know, carry it just as, as well as he did. And, uh, you know, I looked up to him. He was my, one of my favorite Dynamo players for a long time before I was on the squad. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a real honor. And I take a lot of pride in, in uh, being able to to use his number. You know, and obviously, I'm sure you, like many other players, are very excited, you know, for uh, the soon arrival of Hector Herrera. And, you know, talking about players like Herrera, we we spoke about when you were in Charlotte, you played with a few guys that, you know, very well-known or, you know, top-level athletes. But, you know, for you, do you – you watch uh, any specific player or you try to mimic a specific style from someone um, that can help you, I guess, become a better, you know, uh, I don't know, become a better player in, in whatever role you're in. Yeah. The players I like to to watch um, if we're talking about current, I would say um, the, you know, like the Modric, I guess, or I'd say, sorry, Luka Modric, um, I like watching De Bruyne, players that, you know, play my position and and that uh, especially Modric because, you know, he's a smaller guy uh, similar to me and, and playing the, somewhat the same position. Uh, Pedri, um, you know, doing what he does at such a young age, that's a, you know, a huge inspiration as well. And, you know, how he he's one of those guys, like I said, that just like Modric where the stats don't necessarily show everything, you know what I mean? So, he can dominate a game and he can help Barca really win the game. But, you know, he might not always be on the sports sheet or, you know, even making that that uh, that final pass to the goal. So I like watching players like that. Uh, Verratti, who, you know, he plays a little deeper in the midfield, but still a player, I guess, you know, on the smaller side that, you know, is very good with the ball and, you know, makes very good decisions. And then uh, one of my all-time favorites as well is uh, Iniesta, who – you know, doesn't necessarily play at the highest level anymore, but I still go back and watch his games because he he is, you know, 
I guess if I if there's one player I would really want to play like and mimic, it'd be him. You know, maybe maybe a side note to this question would be, you know, obviously you, some of the players like Boniak, for instance, you know, old, you know, veteran player. Did he still look up to players? You think, you know, do you know is that something that you know ten years from now, like you're still taking in information from other players? I'm assuming, correct? Uh, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I can't really speak for him, but I think for me, you know, as long as I'm playing the sport, and even after, you know, when I'm still watching it, but for as long as I'm playing the sport, hopefully, you know, I play as old as, uh, you know, Boney is. Uh, <laughs> They'll be definitely looking, you know, up to players and to, because there's always going to be better players than you, right? And so, uh, trying to be the best that you can be um, is is you know really important to me. And so, I think I always be looking up to players and trying to trying to learn from from other players, regardless of how old I am. Yeah, and I was just asking that in the sense of you know, kind of, you know, you're still a kid, you you see it different, the game differently, so. I just kind of was trying to picture when eventually a professional kind of loses interest in some of that. But um, talking FIFA, man, we know how good you are. You know, it seems like no one can beat you. But a lot of our fans, uh, you know, and fans of you want to know who's the best FIFA, I I don't know, player uh, in the squad. I know recently you probably haven't had as many, you know, away matches with the first team. But you definitely have with the Dynamo Dose, so you can pick whichever you know who's giving you the most pain, man, and the controllers with the sticks, man. Uh, yeah, I'll be honest. I I wouldn't give myself the crown anymore. I, you know, I thought I was the best, and I think for a while I was, to be fair. But uh, you know, I stopped playing for you know it's been so long now, and it really showed whenever I I played against Andre Guitar, who's technically not with us, but. You know, he went to preseason with us, and and I think he beat me three zero in a game. Uh, so he he was definitely very good, and and then Ian Hoffman as well. He humbled you that little bit then. These these kids nowadays. <laughs> I was not making excuses. He beat me fair and square, hundred percent. But if I was still playing and I was in my prime on FIFA, I don't think he'd be touching me. Just saying. Yeah. That- I think we all kind of say that, to be honest. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, uh, Christian, you have any men? Any questions for Paulo? Uh, no, not really. I was going to ask you if you wanted to give out your gamer tag so, you know, people can catch that smoke. But, you know, I know you're, you're busy now. You're a busy man. But, you know, I don't play, but, you know, maybe other people wanted to try out that Palomino sauce. <laughs> Look, I. I would. I don't play my. I don't play a PlayStation anymore. The whereas, which is where I have like the FIFA, 2K, Madden, all those kind of games. Uh, now I'm, I only play like I have a PC. I've had it for a while, but um, for a while I was playing both. But uh, I just haven't, you know, plugged in my PlayStation in a long time, so I don't even play it anymore. But if anyone wants to play on COD or uh, even Fortnite now again that there's no building or uh, Apex and I'm definitely down because I have those on the on the PC. Hey, there you go. Yeah, plus Memo probably doesn't have time to play with you anymore. You know, we still play. <laughs> yeah, still play all the time. <laughs> uh, man. Well, hey, thanks for jumping on with us today, Paulo. We wish you nothing but the best again for the season. And this is the second time we do it. Man, we have a third one later in the year, man. 
All right, cool. Yeah, for sure. I love talking to you guys, and it's always a good time and a pleasure for real. So appreciate y'all, and, and you know, it's fun. And I guess uh, just if you have any words for the fans, uh, for either, you know, Dynamo Dos, or I think everybody's a fan of both of y'all, so. Yeah, they're all, yeah. Uh, yeah, I pre- we appreciate you guys' support. I know uh, I can speak for all the players when I say that. Um, and that you guys really make a difference when y'all show up to a game and y'all are making noise and, and being crazy. So please don't stop doing that. And, you know, we're going to try to keep bringing the results. And uh, I think we all hope that Rudy starts predicting some better. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew it was going to come back and hunt me, man. It was, it was too good to be true. Please stop doubting the team, bro. But, but man yeah <laughs> thanks again Paulo yeah thank you guys have a good one Wait a minute.